Welcome, 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 welcome. I'm your host, Femi, and welcome to my podcast, Triple L G. On today's topic, guys, we have a special guest once again, Vanessa, who is joining us again to discuss, you know, just something that's a lot, you know, very deep, you know, and I think for us Christians, um, it's important for us to have this conversation so we can be more aware, you know, and be more enlightened um, to what we can do, why it happens, you know, and, and, and the repercussions of it. Vanessa, welcome to the show once again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. It's good to have you back. It's good to have you back. Oh, man. So how you been? How you been? What's new? Oh, I've been okay. Um, you know, <laughs> there's a lot going on, you know, work and things like that. But the Lord is faithful and I believe that <laughs> he gives us the grace <laughs> to amen. go through it all. <laughs> amen, amen. God is good though, man. This this times are hard, man. God yeah. is good. He's with us. You know, he's surely going to provide for you, man. Yeah, amen. happy you're smiling. Happy you're laughing. It's a good sign of joy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, man, it's, it, it is well. It is well. I mean, today we're talking about compromising your faith. I believe. Right. Right. We, we, we wanted to obviously, you know, have a discussion on, you know, how it happens, why it happens. You know, she would be doing it. <clears throat> I mean, the answer is obviously no. But I mean, I know people right. compromise a lot. Um. So you know, let's let's get into it. Um. Yeah. I mean, let's let's get into it. So let's just start by obviously, you know, what compromising means. You know, compromising means to accept a standard that is lower than desirable, usually. Right. Right. Or you a certain kind of way that that doesn't really make you feel comfortable, but you're doing it because you want to make something work. I mean, that's gonna be exactly. the the the, the, the getaway of putting it together. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, that's exactly that's exactly it. And um, the, the irony of it all is where the compromise comes in in the name of making it work. And then after the backlash is that it doesn't work. <laughs> so right. it's sort of like, oh, why did I even do all of that? Um, especially in the context of um, spirituality. I know usually we talk about compromise um, mostly when we talk about it, we think of it mostly in the realm of, um, I guess, sexual immorality, you yeah. know, uh, sleeping with someone um, that you are not married to. Mm-hmm. That still applies. But I, I wanted to speak on a grander scale because yeah. I feel like in 2022, times are changing and um, the lines are getting blurred a lot more as to what is acceptable and what is not acceptable and um there's i find that lately there has been a push for non-conformity and in Mm -hmm. some ways it could be good but you have to know when to apply that kind of mentality because now we're in a realm where anything that requires discipline or keeping yourself within certain boundaries Mm -hmm. or guidelines is deemed to be something that is restrictive and it's seen as a negative thing but it actually protects you at the end of the day because Mm -hmm. when you when you know that you are a full-fledged christian and it's not uh, a casual belief but you are practicing you're walking in the ways of god you're reading the word you have communion with the holy spirit uh and then you put yourself with a person who has a completely other belief system a different Mm. faith different foundation Mm. different core beliefs and then you start to dilute your conviction to be with this person it is a recipe for chaos the reason why you may see it kind of working with couples i in my opinion the reason why it, it looks like it works with with certain couples is because they weren't serious to begin with with their yeah, own faith that's right wake it up with my miracle yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because if you if you were serious about uh your faith and your walk with god there are certain things that do not mix you cannot be fully Christian and say that I'm in a relationship with somebody who is Hindu, mm-hmm. where, you, where your Bible says that there is only one God and one mediator between God and man. And then another person who is of a belief system where it says, well, there's many ways to God. There are many gods that I can pray to. And 
people kind of want to separate they always say like for lack of a better term uh let's separate religion from politics let's separate religion from relationships and you can't because it's part of your core belief system is uh, your relationship with god your morals and all these kinds of things are the backbone of why you do what you do is the backbone of the decisions that you make so mm-hmm. you can't separate the two they're one in the same your relationship with god encompasses everything the way you raise your kids how you interact with people at work the things that you will and will not engage in outside it is it is like a like an octopus it touches everything especially your yeah. relationships so uh, i find yeah. it it's it's hard i've had a you know i find it hard to believe that there will be even when you are marrying the right person with the same belief system as you there will be contention in a marriage at oh, some point that's so really what, so like when you pick somebody who has a different uh, core belief completely and both of you are rigid in your faith in your faith I don't see how peace can reign because like the Bible says how can two walk together unless they agree and if the two of you don't agree how is that going to work like make it That's make right. sense That's right let, let, let's let's break it down for a second I think you know as a good thing you mentioned you know <laughs> you know it's not just in relations to you know being abstinent you know because mm-hmm. a lot of people think you know they have this I don't say delusion of grandeur but this idea that oh if I'm just abstinent from sex in a relationship that means but then they get with anybody a hindu or muslim mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. what i call a part-time christian right and say, well i'm pleasing god but then again you don't walk in your faith you don't you don't you don't you don't speak to him you don't pray you, you don't you don't read your bible you don't you know you there's nothing about you know that relationship that is actually god-led you right. know it's all fleshly led is all you know all all, all one-sided and it's always put on the old sex part but when we talk about compromising your faith as you have obviously alluded to there is more to it than just sexual you know uh pleasures there is more about you know are you actually is your relationship actually benefiting you and your faith your walk with christ is it something right. that you actually um something that you actually you know are you actually enjoying the walk together you know are you actually praying together are you seeking the lord edifying. Together? is mm-hmm. it edifying you know is, is mm-hmm. the person you're with is it actually are they bringing you closer to god are they taking you away slowly and this is mm-hmm. the part where i always feel like you know settling and compromising are usually put together and i think for a lot of christians who are maybe single or been single for a very long time they start to settle so they start to consider other people who are not even christian and they mm-hmm. say well my you know, I know somebody who was married to a Muslim and they have inter inter-religious relationship and it's working fine for them. So I thought mm-hmm. I'll find it. But then I asked myself, how does that work? Because your core values are not the same. Right. You know, right. and you start to lose your identity in Christ. Yeah. Just for relationship. Mm-hmm. And then you mm-hmm. find out that you know that relationship is not making you feel good on the inside. Spiritually you're dead, or spiritually mm-hmm. you're not growing. You feel like you can't even practice you know your own faith and your own core values that you, you that you grew up with you feel like you're you're letting slowly and slowly is leaving you i know right. in james chapter 4 verse 17 it says whoever knows the right thing to do but doesn't do it is a sin mm-hmm. you know because we mm-hmm. know deep down like, oh you know i shouldn't be doing this but i'm doing it anyway you're going right. against your own makeup your own you know identity and it's dangerous right. because we all want to be in a relationship, you know. I want to be in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I want to be in a godly one. I want to be married. I want to have kids. But the devil is a liar, you know. Mm-hmm. You, you've got to refuse to settle because you're in a process of like wanting. Oh, I want to be. I want to be. I, I want to be in a relationship now. I want to be married now. It will happen mm-hmm. in God's time. But right. don't compromise, you know, in terms of like getting someone with another faith or not getting with somebody or getting with somebody who does not believe in God, even worse, mm-hmm. has no mm-hmm. idea of Christianity, does not have an atheist, put it that way, and expect yeah. to have a flourishing relationship when you still want to pray you know the lord is calling you you know you have a calling on your life because i know a lot of people who say ah man i know i'm going to be in the church every mm-hmm. day I, i'm getting convicted but you know my, my husband or my wife does not believe in god and every time i talk about jesus i want i talk about bringing them to church mm-hmm. they just they just they just don't want to go and then i don't go and i'm thinking you can't force christianity on somebody you chose to marry yeah. that person as an atheist you right. compromise and now you're in a catch 22 of what to do and i pray that you know we, we you know we don't we don't go down that rabbit hole well definitely I, it's funny that you mentioned um you know being in a relationship with someone who's maybe uh atheistic because 
I find that when when the core beliefs are not the same, there's almost an element of mockery um, that exists within the relationship because one person says this is the true God and the other person says this is the true God. Well, and then the other person says, well, you know what? I don't want to intrude, but what you're doing is wrong. It's like you see it in the body language, mm. you know, you see it in the body, the, the the contempt to a certain extent. It may not be overt, but you know that in the other person's mind, it's just like, OK, whatever, I'll let you pray to your fantasy God. And it's sort of like it's it's hard to swallow because yeah. you're like, hey, this is a part of me. This yeah. is a part of my core beliefs. I don't believe I'm praying to a, a, a make-believe God, um, but but at the same time, you yourself also would have that mentality towards the other person. Yeah. So it's sort of like there's an there is almost like an element of of mockery within the relationship when these kinds of things happen, and um, it becomes complicated. It may not it may not show right away, but it becomes even worse. I find when children come into the picture, yep. because kids will ask you okay which one are we doing that's are right we going, are we going so to the synagogue or are we going yep. to church are, are we, we going, going to, to the <laughs> exactly and the thing is what do you tell them because as parents you have to be somewhat of a unified front right there yeah. can't be cracks in the foundation and so what do you tell them so you have a especially in the modern day family i find a lot of parents are now saying well we're not going to force it on our children we're, when they grow up i'm know what oh. <laughs> let the child decide oh you know vanessa you went you went you went quiet for about 20 seconds 30 seconds there oh okay yeah Sorry, you were what, totally quiet what was the last thing that she heard ah, you were just talking generally you were about to give a uh you know about um my even my mind has even gone blank now because i was trying <laughs> to get hold of you but yeah you were just talking you're talking about obviously the relations to, to um you know, something about the synagogue and, you know, would you, you know... Um... Right, right. Because because children, they want that stability. They want to know that there is unity and there is a, there is a, there is a, a common answer, a, yeah. a unified answer for a particular question. So letting the child decide, it's funny because parents don't usually uh, apply that mentality to anything else pertaining to the child, as in you don't really let the child decide what school they want to go to um usually you are the one who decides what we're eating for supper tonight usually you are the one who decides what the child is wearing for school tomorrow so i find that when a lot of times when when the the foundation is cracked where both parents are of two different faiths or either they just don't really care they're not really practicing um their walk with god it becomes like a laissez-faire kind of thing where the child is like i'll let the kid decide (laughs) you know yeah yeah. it causes causes friction and i I don't i don't think you know any any growth can happen in a relationship like that and you know i'm not i'm not to knock anybody who is probably in a relationship like this who who are multi-faith and you know all this other things going on but i i just pray that you know they will you know you will look deep inside your spiritual life and see if you've grown spiritually while you've been in that relationship i know people who are in multi you know multi-faith relationships uh, muslim and christian christian and hindu um and they still the good there's different you know places of worship on a sunday on a friday all these other things i'm not trying to knock these people i'm just trying to say is this really in the faith and you're really about that life of practicing your faith Mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna have a level of conviction in your spirit 
about yeah. what you're doing. It's it's I can I can put my life on it. So I encourage everybody who's ever still saying, you know what, I haven't been able to practice my faith. I have a calling in my life. I know the Lord is calling me <clears throat> to obviously get back to you know what He's put me on this earth to do. I pray that you pray and you have the to give an understanding of what you can do now to you know to salvage whatever you've lost and get back to where you you feel like you know your relationship is edifying to god you know you, you feel like you know you're not compromising anymore you're not settling for trickery of the enemy because right. you wanted to just be in a relationship it's not healthy it's not good you know and, for, and, 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 and it, what does it say what does it say about us about our own loyalty to god it's it's, it's like it's like me having having a, a son or a daughter and then as soon as they, I don't know, let's say they, they started working, mm-hmm. they just don't want to know me no more. It's like, oh, thank you for everything. Bye. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. hold on a minute. Like, yo, I've been here this whole time and now you just throw me away because you've got a job. In the same way, yeah. you, you found a partner who doesn't even care about your father, does not give mm-hmm. any kind of... Um, um, yeah any kind of respect to your father does not even want to know your father it's the same way and then how does god feel you know sometimes we need to put this into into consideration so it it is a difficult thing and as i said there are people who are in multi-faith relationships but it depends on also how deep in the faith you already are and how how far you want to go you know how far you want to go you can't be this surface level christian you know we never go into the deep end like you know when people swim you stay in the shallow end mm-hmm. you know you just stay there and think that you're gonna get, you're gonna get the full experience but you're gonna go deeper to know to know your to know your father you're gonna go deeper okay. into the word to understand what he's really about you know you gotta, you gotta do it. that and that is an individual thing i believe like i I feel like mind you i get it i i totally get it you know um you know when 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 the bible says <laughs> It's not good for man to be alone. There's a, there's a part of us that we, that we, it's we don't do well <laughs> on it's being true. by ourselves for too long. <laughs> like we we we're we're okay, and then after we're like, all right now, God, like come on now, <laughs> come yeah. on now, and yeah. so it becomes like the violent take it by force. Any man that passes 100%, by, hundred percent, hundred percent. I mean, I I can't even I can't. As I said, you know, we all we all have flesh and we all have, get weak right. from time to time. And even at my age, I, I've realized, you know, people who listen to my podcast, they know my journey. That they, right. they, they listen to my, you know, every title I've made, you know, and I prophesy things into my life. I pray, I've Lord by this time next year. Blah 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 blah. blah. <laughs> but, the, but the truth of the matter is, it's still down to God's timing, right? Yeah. And, yeah. and I have to be patient to know that Lord. You know my heart. You know what I want. But also, the devil knows the same thing too. So, and trust me, as as you are getting deeper in the Word and you're getting deeper in your faith and you're doing things for Christ, the enemy will present people. And most of the time, they are maybe not as uh, as we spoke about earlier. I mean, you, you could have somebody in the faith who's also not even on your level, you know, mm-hmm. which means that you can't, you know, you should not be um, equally yoked. Even within the faith, there are people who are not you know really practicing the faith so mm-hmm. say to yourself okay or the devil say to you know yeah you should try dating this person that they, mm-hmm. they, they say they're spiritual right they say they say they're spiritual but they they don't practice christianity or they say they're christian but they don't yeah. believe in hell or they say they're right. christian but they don't believe in the trinity they say they're christian right. but they, they you know they, they believe in some other entity yeah, and they, yeah, and they use yeah. Christianity as the as the as the face, but it's not really Christ. So it's, right. there is a lot of things to consider here. And being a Christian, and it is for everybody, woman or man, mm-hmm. if you are walking with God, and I want people to listen to me, if you are walking with God, right, and you're truly mm-hmm. walking with Him, mm-hmm. understand, it's not going to be easy for you, right? No matter yep. what you want to do on this planet, it is not going to be easy. All right? right, Jesus did not have it easy when he was here. He didn't at all. At all, he didn't have it easy. He didn't even yeah. get to get married. He didn't get to, you know, what I mean, nothing like True. that. He had, he, a, he, had <laughs> yeah, he had an assignment. So yeah. the more and more that we we are saying, God, why me? Why not you? <laughs> yeah. Why not you? Because we are here. I mean, the, the Bible even tells us that you know you can't. You know, what I mean, you can't be. You can't come from this paraphrasing that you can't be a friend of the world and you know you can't you can't you can't both sides wouldn't work you know what right. i mean it's the more you rep him the more you stand for him the more people are going to hate you of it's, just part, it's just part of the way it goes so for us we're oh. looking for relationships we have to come to the understanding that things are not going to get easy you're going to find the struggle to find the right person right. but just like adam did god knew right and she came through at the right time 
and he was happy and for us men and for the ladies we've got to be patient don't settle don't compromise your faith to the point where you start to sell with somebody and god forbid your real husband just walks you by one day and you'd be like yo i should have waited there's nothing <laughs> there's nothing worse right. than knowing that you should have waited on god trust yeah. me because when yeah. that feeling hits you it's like oh man i wish i waited mm-hmm. i wish i waited so yeah yeah definitely definitely i mean i think uh sometimes these things happen because of societal pressures you know or family pressures when are you getting married when are you getting married and you know you just pick pick someone but uh but i mean at at the same time i believe that uh in the christian faith the the timing of god is not our timing number one secondly uh the bible distinctly tells us that we don't follow the same narrative as the world's narrative so it's not it's not um unusual to not be married by a certain time or it is not unusual to not have given birth by a certain time because you're on a completely different timeline that the world knows nothing about so i think you know that should be able to kind of calm somebody's nerves i hope (laughs) rather than marking the clock and saying you know time is ticking so let me pick somebody of a different faith and just settle down and have kids marriage and kids is not the end all be all because you had a destiny and an assignment that the marriage will will help along you know um but it's it's not the goal it doesn't stop there you know, yeah. so I think um, when you are when you are really grounded in your faith and you're really having that communion with God, I believe that you start to get glimpses of what your earthly assignment is. Yeah. Uh, and the passion will be to work towards that. And as much, and I'm not saying you will not have that desire for companionship. Of course, it will be there. But I think that the greater drive at one point will be that particular assignment that God has given to you. Yes. Go ahead. No, I was go- I was gonna say, you know, when we talk about you know where this the yearning comes from. Yes, you know, there's the element of like you know wanting to get married and parents, you know, maybe pressure from parents or sometimes it's also you know, what we see, you know, everybody you know, yeah. we're all very te- technological nowadays, you go on Instagram, people showing their babies, their relationships and you're feeling la di da di da you know oh, no, I want to, I want to be like this I want to be in this relationship, you know, I want to I want to I wanna have something like this and that mm-hmm. element of want kind of pushes us to obviously oh yeah, I want I want to, I want to, I want to get this now, but it's that we're not patient to wait you know we're not patient yeah. to wait on the lord and i think a lot of us struggle with that even myself i struggle i struggle with that sometimes and i have to catch myself and say yeah. you know me, man like yes you're 36 yes you don't have any kids yes you know you want to be married yes you want to have a family but in god's time don't look at other people what where they are and don't fall into the pressures of churches and I, this is why i wanted to bring this you know aspect as well there is mm-hmm. an element of religion there's an element mm-hmm. of Christianity, you know, which is two different things. And I feel like mm-hmm. some places of faith would say it's time to get married or they'll want mm-hmm. to set you up with somebody within the church without consulting the Lord first because mm-hmm. they feel that it's time. And this is why I feel that, you know, we need to get back to the place here where our faith is in, in the Lord. We trust the Lord. We seek the Lord's guidance before we mm-hmm. let man tell you what you need to be doing. Because as we've said earlier as well, everybody that's a Christian in terms of like you know you're in your church or whatever is meant to be the one for you there's 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 people who are not on that same level as you yeah and they can still bring you down because they're not at that yeah. same level they're not looking to get to that state so consideration goes both ways there is in the spiritual realm in the physical realm and also also emotional intelligence as well and I think that yes. a lot of us Christians men and women just oh yeah she's a Christian that's good enough but is she yeah. practicing? <laughs> does does she, is she edifying the body of Christ? Is she working in the church? Is she working, you know, in her own personal time? Does she is she a, is she a Christian just for Sunday? Or are they mm-hmm. a Christian for every day? These Christians right, are people right. they want to ask. They're scared. They're like, oh, well, she believes in God, but because she looks a certain way, this is for us men. Because she looks a certain way, she looks pretty, she looks nice, and she's a Christian. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's entry requirement. 
okay <laughs> what does she do within the faith right what she actually what, what what her fruits you know mm-hmm. what were fruits and this is the things that we need to and, and it's hard for us to say because a lot of us don't want to lose out on things because we feel like oh she's a christian <laughs> that should be good enough but there is yeah. more to it than that and even with that case you're still compromising you're still compromising because you know deep down in the inner depths of you that yo mm-hmm. this, I need to know more about this woman and, and, and her faith I need to know if this is truly pleasing the Lord I need to pray right. about this person but I'm scared to hear what the Lord will say because I know yeah. my spirit is telling me she might not be <laughs> the one but we still go ahead with it anyway I think I think like I was saying earlier on that Christianity uh, is not something that you wear as a badge but it is like an octopus it touches every aspect of your being it's a core belief and you cannot separate it. So uh, your relationship with Christ will affect how you are. If you're having a genuine relationship, it will affect how you behave, yeah. um, wh- what you understand about people, how you, um, the, the the kinds of atmospheres or situations that you will allow yourself to be in, the kind of company that you keep. Yeah. And and it's one of those things that like you know for example you there is a some of us and it's usually <laughs> people within the church that we fall into that kind of thing like oh he's christian so that's good enough or she's christian that's good enough and we have not examined things like character mm-hmm. character uh, as you mentioned emotional intelligence all these kinds of things it's not it sounds like these are um, behavioral or even psychological terms but it's still connected to their core beliefs because you will there's there's even if you let's say you you're a type of person that has a quick temper mm-hmm. I believe that if you are truly allowing the Holy Spirit to work on you that even if you have a quick temper, you will only let it go so far. Whereas, because you know you have that pinch, like you get that conviction, like, hey, whoa, 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 I'm I'm going too far now. You have that conviction. It is all um, tied to that core belief system. It's not separate. It's part of you. It's, It's almost like part of your DNA at this point, because once you come into Christ, you are a new creation, right? So the steps that you take afterwards, the things that you allow to come out of your mouth, all these kinds of things are interconnected. And I think when looking for a mate, uh, these are all things that are worthy of observation. How is this person's character? Um, what are the kind of things that they post or they propagate on social media? Mm -hmm. Um, what are the kind of um, gatherings that they that they would allow themselves to go to that's right you know all these all these kinds of things how are they when nobody's looking all these kinds of things you know what i mean it's it's stuff that are, that's worth uh, examining yeah i mean you know i can even give an example i mean back in the day when i was a lot younger probably i see in my teens and i think my mm-hmm. i think my first relationship um i was a part-time christian i was always in the, i was always in the church you know my family mm-hmm. rooted in, in christianity but i never really found god for myself i went to church yeah. my mother did went to church because my grandparents did you know so i followed you know my uncles are pastors you know everybody's mm-hmm. kind of in the face somehow but i did it because i thought that was what i was supposed to be doing right mm-hmm. and when i became westernized i mean it was, it was living in the uk i had my first ever girlfriend and mm-hmm. she said she was christian and mm-hmm. i always knew i had a calling and i even though i was not even in the process where I feel, even where I am now in my in my in my walk because I could I could be a lot better even now, but where, mm-hmm. where it was back then I was not at this level, and I knew in my heart of hearts that the Lord had a calling on my life. You right. see what I mean? But then I would get in a relationship with somebody who wasn't a Christian, and mm-hmm. I would try to suppress my Christianity within myself. Right. And even right. this woman said to me, she said to me, she goes, "Femi, there's something about you." I was like, "What do you mean?" Mm-hmm. I was really combative what do you mean right. she's like oh well you know there's something about you like you know it's not you it's your religion I'm like what are you talking about I'm not even Christian like that mm. that's what I said back then wow. when I wow. realized I said you know when the Lord is calling you and you have a calling on your life no matter what you do anyway, the Lord knows you barely know yourself but it will come out it will yeah. come out no matter if it's little or little to sip out you can't fight it Right, right. If it's in your core, if it's in your makeup, it's in your DNA, you can't fight it. it. Stop compromising 
on your faith because you want yeah. to be in a relationship. If we know God is faithful, why do we compromise on our faith? Why? It's lack of patience, yeah. lack of yeah. trust, lack of understanding. In Romans 8, verse 18 tells us, trust that the suffering you are enduring will not always last. And Romans 8, 28 tells us, faith that all things will come together for those who love the Lord. Amen. This is what I mean. So we have to have mm-hmm. faith to know that what we go through, what we go through, whatever the case may be, and also what we want, we've got to trust and have faith. Faith is, right. is, is, the, is the subject of things unseen. Right? right, but everything right. hope for that's scripture as well. So we might not be able to see it, but we trust in Him to know that Lord, you know my needs, you know yep. what I want, you know what I like. But yep. I know that Lord, in your time, you would give mm-hmm. me that woman, you would give you know that man that will support me and he'll make you proud, and also I'll be content, right? I'll be content and I'll be happy, and I will not have to compromise my faith any longer. But because of lack of patience. Or even some of us, and I'll be honest with you, Vanessa, yeah, there's another element of this. A lot of us might even have that person around us already that the Lord wants us to be with. And on the flip side of this, because we're not ready to settle and we want to we want to compromise on purpose. This is this is this, this is the flip side. Because we want to compromise on purpose and live a partial Christian life, right? We don't get yeah, we, we don't we don't take that person seriously. Do you get what I'm trying to say? That because you want you want to compromise because you want to have a partial Christian life, you might not actually be actually, you might be want to put yourself back. Not like you're not like you're doing it on purpose, but you might have the person around you already that God has actually designated for you to marry, or God has said this person is suitable, but you're not ready to commit yet. I don't know if you get what I'm trying to say. Oh. I think we're having a bit of audio difficulty. I don't know if Vanessa can hear me. Yeah, I could hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, no, I was saying being with that person will challenge you because if they are standing firm in their faith, there's certain things that you cannot get away with in in your comfort zone, whereas you are living a um, a partial life of faith, basically one foot in, one foot out. If yeah. you get with the real one, they will challenge you is like, no, no, we are doing our devotionals. No, we're praying. We're doing yeah. this. We're doing that. The Bible says to work out your salvation, right? It's like exercise. That's There's right. no way that it's going to be a comfortable walk in a park. Like, no, get up. Let's pray. Like, you were doing it. Did you pray today? Did you do your devotional? Did you, like, you know what I mean? They will have you on that, um, uh, what's what's that, that treadmill. And that treadmill, like, let's go, let's go. And if you're not ready for the challenge, there will be a nuisance to you. Exactly. And that's what I said that, you know, in the, oh, on the flip side, you know, we could say you want, you want, you want to be, you know, that kind of person. You want to have that kind of lifestyle. But because you're not ready yourself to actually embark on that journey, mm-hmm. you might be willingly sabotaging yourself. Because yeah. you don't want to be that serious right. with your faith, so you you would rather have a you you rather have a partial Christian or part time mm-hmm. Christian, you know, rather than a full time Christian because you want to enjoy the world and enjoy Christianity. But the Bible says, "What was light and darkness? You can't do both." No, you know, you can't do both at all. So yeah, yeah, I think there's a flip side to this, but we don't, you know, we don't. Some of us don't trust God to that level. To, right. him to make the right decision for us we want to <laughs> we want to pick somebody and then yeah. force feed the heavenly the heavenly realm like oh yeah, yeah. This, is, this is this is the one of the father this is the one and then in your, <laughs> in, your, in your head the lord is showing you visions like yo no family no remember what you did last week remember what you remember did last day? week yeah, remember, yeah seriously and I'm, I'm giving you I'm giving you testimonies here because I've been through it I've been, yeah. I, know, I have visions in my head of like God would say, remember what she did last week? Remember what she told you? And you can't trust what she was saying? Remember what she was saying? <laughs> she, she wants to read her Bible. But when last she, she asks us, you know what I mean? And then the yeah. Spirit is speaking to us, but yet we're ignoring it because mm-hmm. we want that situation so bad. Mm-hmm. And we, we're praying that it's that person, but we fail to listen. I said, God is saying, listen, like I gave my analogy in my, in my previous podcast, like with the with the little boy, I think it was in the let go and let God, when <laughs> like the little the little girl that had the teddy bear and she's mm-hmm, yeah. to, to giving the teddy bear to the Lord. The Lord is saying, give this to me. I have something yeah. better for you. And behind right. Jesus, Jesus is back, had a bigger teddy bear. 
And only if we trust the Lord, say, Lord, I put this in your hands. No matter yeah. what happens, I know you will work everything out for my good. Everything out it's, for my good. It's refreshing to hear this coming from a man because a lot of times it's all like women are painted as the only emotional ones that do these kinds of oh, things no, no, like no. like oh um, you know men are more logical and stuff like that but, yeah, but to me anyone yeah anyone anyone who um really wants a particular relationship to work and what they're seeing is not um connecting <laughs> i still feel like they would force feed it whether it's male or female you know, and um, it's not a gender issue. It's it's a it's a person issue where, person where they've been issue. waiting for a long time, and then they say, "Oh God, come on, come on, let it work, let it work, let it work." But um, but yeah, definitely is. I I pray that you know, if anyone is in this particular situation, that there will be deliverance because it's not easy. I mean, you know, I like I said, I understand where it becomes hard to put your foot down once you're already in it. You know, you've already invested into this particular um, person yep. and it's not easy to just tear yourself away, especially if you had hope for things to pan out, you know. So I just pray that, you know, God gives grace to the, to people that are that, you know, they, they, they need to call it quits and, and go after what God mm-hmm. has for them, because God wants us to have the fullness of life, to have uh, to live life abundantly Amen. and without having to settle or dilute your faith i think that is a, almost the ultimate form of freedom where yep. you know when people say oh i love him because i'm free to be myself but it's like how yep. are you free to be yourself when a good chunk of yourself is is non-existent at this point your mm-hmm. your whole self is is you your wacky personality and christ that's right <laughs> so so it's like if you find someone that can encompass all of it then you can say oh yes he allows me to or he or she allows me to be myself but if it's like oh he endures my wacky personality but he does not endure your jesus then there's a, yeah, that's, there's already, a problem. that's already that's already yeah that's already down for doom i mean galatians 6 verse 9 tells us faith that in due season we shall reap if we do not lose hope and i think that's, right. that's for me that's the key part faith in due season we shall reap if we do not lose hope and that's what right. i think got part of trust as well faith and trust goes hand in hand for me in mm-hmm. due season we shall reap if we do not lose hope i don't lose mm-hmm. hope you know a right. lot of us are looking at our age right we're looking at our peers we're saying mm-hmm. oh he's got three kids she's got a husband or he's got a wife you know they, they, they they've got a home together they're traveling as a couple oh lord oh lord when is gonna be my time oh lord, oh lord. And the devil is listening I said, okay 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 i'm gonna set you up and because we're in our that desperation mode and we're only human these things happen but i pray that we would obviously catch ourselves and realize and snap out of it and be like, yo there is no rush Sarah had a baby very late because she trusted the Lord, you know, very late, but she still got what she what she wanted and what she deserved. You know what I'm saying? So if a lot of us can actually get to the point where we actually trust the Lord and we actually have faith that he will come through in due season. Right. (laughs) If we do not lose hope. It's important that we, we stick with God, because trust me, there is nobody else, you know. There's nobody else that can love you like God can. And if you make him our first love, this whole compromising situation will not even happen. Because if we love the Lord, the Bible says if you love the Lord, you, you know, you, you would not sin. I think that's in Deuteronomy. So I, I, I can't remember the scripture. But for me, it's clear as day. Are you still there, Vanessa? I think we're having some connection. I don't, I don't know why uh, <laughs> we're having good. Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you, I can hear you. Awesome. Yes, it goes back down to um, what is your individual relationship with Christ like? If it's surface level, things like this will not bother you. If you are daily making that communion with him, uh, I have a hard time believing that this will not be an issue. Yeah. It will, there will be somewhere where the conviction will be there saying this is not it this is not it you know and um 
it, it depends on yeah it does it does depend on your your individual walk with with god people that argue and say oh it's not a big thing and then and I, to me it gives me a glimpse at where they are in their relationship with Christ and that's fine I mean if hey you're not there yet you're not there yet you know obviously your mentality will be different but even uh, Saul was out killing Christians until he had an encounter with Christ yep. so sometimes it takes for that encounter maybe you didn't have that encounter yet I can't I can't make you believe what you don't believe already you know there's certain th- there's certain things that is like jesus himself has to come for you come yeah, for you you know let me ask you a question though do you do you sure. feel this is a general question for both of us anyway but do you feel that christianity you know in terms of like it's not this is not off topic but maybe slightly but it's still related but do you feel like christianity in a, in an essence has become very washed down in terms of like how we view god's law how we view mm-hmm. our relationships with god you know how christianity is more they say it's more about love everything and love everybody and love every you know every so it's like you know it's not really taken as serious as saying if i was a muslim and i go mm-hmm. to the mosque and i practice all these other forms i don't know about muslim faith but i practice other forms and da, 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 and they seem more serious but when we talk about mm-hmm. a christian everybody identifies who are not people who have not even been to a church identify as christian most of the time but at the same I, time they don't practice they don't know anything about the trinity they believe in right. angels they don't believe in seraphims or cherubims they, they don't even know what an angel looks like they, they, they've been right. told an angel is, 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 a, is a man with feet and legs and but the bible told us it's got eyes you know the seraphim the cherubim yeah. they have three yeah. heads you know all this other stuff yeah. so it's like understanding as well in in terms of like what we say we we believe in i think it's lacking and i think Mm -hmm. that's why you know in even in the church we follow what other people do rather than Mm -hmm. let's say that's totally wrong but it's dangerous so rather than actually following what the bible says we might start to find out but the pastor said and i've had this experience i'll let you speak in a sec we had i've had this experience where i've been in a church and they've Mm -hmm. said to me when I was younger, they said to me, oh, when you grow older, the Lord said that this woman is going to be your wife within the church. And mm-hmm, I said to mm-hmm. myself, and this is when I was still a part-time Christian, and I said to myself, but wouldn't the Lord tell me that, though? Mm-hmm. Why would mm-hmm. he, Why would a middleman come and now tell me this is what the Lord said is your wife? But when I really look back on it now as an adult, I realize what they were doing is a way of like just keep... It's, it's, it's just man practicing religion, not Christianity. Because yeah. God does not do things sideways. Especially when right. he comes to you as a as a as a as a as his son or his daughter, the Lord will speak to you. The Bible says to test the spirit. Right. If somebody prophesies into your life and says, Oh, son, daughter, this is your husband, this is your wife, please pray about mm-hmm. it, people. Don't right. just take it as the gospel. Pray about it. The Lord has not designed you to go into a relationship and be getting beaten, trigger warning, right. or be getting raped, right. or be getting abused. The Lord has not designed marriage for that. Please right, right. get get some knowledge. And if anybody's listening that somebody's like going through this problem, I don't know why, because the Lord is speaking to my spirit. Please mm-hmm. seek the Lord's advice. And if the Lord is telling you no, don't go ahead with it. Don't yeah. do it to yourself. Yeah. Go ahead, Vanessa. I- I believe in this day and age, there's so many schools of thought, and um, the 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 authenticity of the Bible is not being upheld in our societies because there's so many schools of thought that are coming in left, right, and and center. And this is not just in terms of um, ideologies or religions, but I I mean even within uh, the kingdom. There's yeah. a lot of division, and you have uh, some that that believe in Christ as a deity amongst other deities, and they will call themselves yeah. They will call themselves Christian. Um, there's some that that believe in Christ, but it's like they they. <laughs> They believe in Christ, but they're still, especially, I will say mostly, I don't want to say, I don't want to single out any nationality, but I will, I'll say a lot, you know, within, let's say, the, um, the Black diaspora, where yeah. we still have certain traditional practices, and that they will do that and then still go to church the next Ooh. day, you know? Mm-hmm. And ha- they have not, they don't feel like anything is wrong with it, where they have, let's say, family altars, 
or um, certain, mm. you know, um, traditions, spiritism that has been handed down from great grandparents and all that. So yep. there's there's been like an intermingling, yep. kind of, a yep. lot of schools of thought. And the Bible is a very powerful book. It can be used for good or it can be used for evil, but it will yep. it will exert power either way, yep. right? Yep. And um, I think in this day and age, what has happened is that there's been an all-out attack on Christianity, yep. whereas, let's say, other religions are permitted. But you'll see that the reaction at the name of Jesus, it just agitates a lot of people. And for me, that should be an indication as to which one is the true one, because everything else passes under the radar but Christianity, mm. because it points out who you are is like a mirror you know it shows you who you are how you do not measure up but there is still hope for you right yeah yeah but what happened is that in this day and age where everything people want want everything to be permitted and everything should be allowed when you are holding a book that is putting certain guidelines in your life to guide you on the right path people see it as oppressive so in the name of um winning souls you will have some that preach a diluted gospel and say god loves everyone it is the truth but the but the thing is the enemy works with half truths that's right? right And that is what is happening, I believe, because it's not a lie. God does love everybody. That's not a lie. And yes, you 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 accept people. That is also not a lie. When they are coming to you, you do not judge them. That is not a lie. But yeah. at the same time, God accepts you as you are with the intention that you change. That's right. It is not for you to stay in that position and so when people uh have this mentality of this is just who i am take it or leave it Mm -hmm. and i should be free to be however i want this is my Mm -hmm. truth blah Mm -hmm. blah 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 Mm -hmm. the bible will always be (laughs) something that will be um i can't hear you again vanessa are you there Yep, yeah, I'm here. Sorry. So in the name of, of uh, I put in quotation, winning souls, people say, okay, let's soften it a little bit. And um, let's just say God loves everybody and call it a day. Now, on the flip side of this, I will say, unfortunately, that there's there are two extremes. You have that. And then unfortunately, when it came to social issues, like let's say abortion or uh, homosexuality unfortunately the, the the face of the church has been very aggressive and uh when it comes to these kinds of things and you can preach the gospel i feel honestly believe i believe you can preach the gospel and you are telling the truth but the thing is the intention always has to be to win that soul it yeah. cannot just be that I'm telling you in your face, take it or leave it. The intention always has to be for conviction to to win that soul. Are you giving the word of God to that person in love or are you just angry and you're just repulsed by them? So therefore you use the word of God as a weapon yeah. against them. Because I can tell you that's not helping anybody. I, I spoke to somebody recently. And I said, you know, for example, let's say we're talking about homosexuality. Mm-hmm. Um, there are people that say, I'm born this way. This is how I am. Mm-hmm. And there is a community that protects them. Of right? Yeah. So then, so then when you are bringing the gospel to that person and you're saying, hey, this lifestyle is not pleasing to God. How, the way how I see it, if I put myself in that person's shoes, they're like, listen, I have a whole community that protects me the church has been notorious for um you know picket signs and you're going (laughs) to hell and stuff like that why will i leave my community to go and follow your savior but this this is is the sorry sorry but this this is the joke this is the joke i i feel about all this is right is that they (laughs) say okay yes the church has been the church has been that but it's not the church that makes the rules it's in the same bible you you identify with 
Yeah, for sure, for sure. I be- I definitely believe that. I'm not saying that it, it makes sense. I'm just saying that okay. this is this is basically the 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 mindset because you speak to them and a lot of times, for example, I've had people that are homosexual and I I'm okay with them and they say, "Why are you talking to me? Aren't you Christian? Aren't we supposed to be enemies?" And it made me sad when they said that cuz I was like, "We shouldn't be enemies. I should be able to speak to you about the gospel exactly. without without um dehumanizing you and still be able to deliver it to you and trust that the holy spirit is going to do the convicting and so we have flip side we had the ones who are too laissez-faire and then after you have the the extremists and i think that god has balance Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. god definitely has balance he has judgment and he has mercy Mm -hmm. and i believe that if we're talking about soul winning we have to preach a balanced gospel Whereas you give them the truth, you give them the truth, definitely. But at the same time, let them know, hey, you're also not the scum of the earth. That God still cares about you and he still wants you to come home. That's right. And I think on a a subject of compromising, especially within the church now, um, I've seen a huge part of compromise following lockdown, during lockdown, and even after lockdown. I'll explain. Mm -hmm. So, been to a few churches over time um and you know being blessed to hear a lot of preachers speak and you know i've not blessed by the word and things that they said but i've seen a lot of pastors during lockdown go from you know having less numbers in the church to and i see how they change the style of preaching where they become this prosperity preachers right I'm, 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 I'm of the understanding that it has to be a balance right yeah but i also believe that we're in the end times right mm-hmm. we're in, we are in revelation and the more and more i tend to notice that the pastor was maybe more and more washed down you know to, to talk about saying subjects and so because people were not coming to the church anymore so it was mm-hmm. like oh people don't want to hear me talk about this aspect so now i've got to be talking about this is your season this mm-hmm. year open season revival money in the bank da, 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 da. and i'm thinking is he always about money mm. like when are we going to start really giving people the truth like i know it's hard to follow sometimes i know it's difficult to follow sometimes but do we just want to be painting this picture of christianity or god or you know in his infinite mercy as just this god where he just wants to flash flush you with money all the time there is there is, there is a bigger stake your spirit your eternity at stake here you know mm-hmm. it's at stake here and like i feel like you know now that the church we're going into the last phase you know before we have the antichrist and all those kind of things it's like it's very hard to find a church that actually has that balance or a preacher that actually wants to get that balance because more and don't get me wrong those have to be paid for the church to keep the lights on and all those kind of things and all that i understand all that Mm-hmm. We come to a point where are we are we compromising our faith once again because we don't want to ever offend people, we don't want to 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 stop the money coming in, you know all this kind of it's like yo like who are we actually where is our trust who where is our identity in, you know well, where is our identity in? I I can't I can't particularly comment about that. I've heard people um in the past saying you know um ministers that are doing too much prosperity but i the way how i i you know what if we if we believe that what the minister is saying is is birthed from the spirit of god then i cannot say no because the bible does say i wish above all things that you prosper even as your soul prosper and a lot of the things that the kingdom needs to do in the earth realm takes prominent people in certain positions in order to shift things because unfortunately the kind of world that we're living in is like if you are (laughs) if we want to be making actual moves sometimes that is sometimes it, it it needs that it needs people to be in government you need christians in business you need christians in in uh, positions that currently people of the world are occupying and they are making decisions on yep. the heads of people who are for lack of a better word underneath them yep. so so yeah um it's not just only about money but it is definitely an aspect in order to get certain things done even within the kingdom so I, 
some for some it may be frustrating because maybe it's like okay that's not where i am in life and that's fine because the word of god uh sometimes let's say that particular word does not apply to your situation but it applies for somebody a person let's say who is in a financial situation needs a financial rut or or having financial difficulty and things are going haywire in their house they need to hear that yes the word of god within the word of god says that i wish that you prosper and and you need to see uh examples as abraham you need to see examples especially in a time of a pandemic where uh businesses are failing and whatnot where that were where isaac sold on that same land you need to see scriptures that say when people say there's a casting down you will say that there's a lifting up these are things that that are neat. so this is i could kind of understand why that would happen because in a time where people's spirits are down is i don't really i wouldn't really say a, um a matter of church membership Maybe for some, I can't speak for every minister. I wouldn't say maybe that that it's a church membership issue, but in dark times, you need to hear encouraging words. Um, yeah. And I don't. And if I believe that the that the man of God is has been bringing the word of God from the throne of God consistently, then I won't doubt it this time. Because yeah. let's say that this message doesn't apply to me, especially yeah. in dark times. Because you had in uh, when COVID first came out people were committing suicides people were killing their their wives people were losing their jobs and and it's a and this is a thing that people were worried about it's sort of like you can't don't it's sort of like don't talk to me about salvation if i don't know how i'm gonna feed my child the next day it was god knows the things that we need you know what i mean yeah so i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't really i wouldn't fully um cast it off i understand what you're saying though but i wouldn't fully cast it off because i understand that during the time of covid was a very tough time and there was a lot of financial insecurity and and again goes back to what i'm saying that christianity touches every single aspect not just the relationship but your your finances how Mm -hmm. you run your household your the kind of job that you're gonna take all these kinds of things it touches everything and Mm -hmm. it's sort of like when these messages came out for me it was like it lets people know that god is aware mm-hmm. god is aware he's not just sitting in heaven aloof only talking about your spirit you have to prosper in the realm of the spirit but also prosper in the realm of the earth as well you know Ooh. so yeah. it yeah go ahead yeah, i agree i agree 100 with you i think maybe from a, from a nigerian perspective um you know <laughs> coming from a nigerian perspective and living in nigeria i mean in, in my street i had mm-hmm. six different churches in one street okay right? six different churches in one street and even mm-hmm. growing up you know there's a lot of pastors have obviously gone through as i'll say the fire of like you know finding out that there was no, the people was more about a money hungry grabbing kind of situation mm-hmm. and, in, mm-hmm. in, and, in a, and in a state where you know, poverty is stricken. People are really looking to God for support, and 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 people are taking advantage of that. For me, is is a very dicey thing, and I, I do understand. Mm-hmm. Yes, there yeah. is pandemic, one hundred percent. But I okay. think that you know, following that, I always ask me about the spirit. You know, because I always right. feel like you know, in the spirit, we need to be really be honest to people about what's really going on. You right. know, um, yeah, and not for just sure. not just as you said, have, having a balance. You know, in, yeah. in in what you're telling people, because people are looking to you for hope. You you know, the pastor is still human. Don't get me wrong. He's in, he or she is still you know in the same boats. They're still trying to you know make it to heaven too. So it's for sure, it, for it, sure. It, they're not exempt from making mistakes, making errors, or even sin. So right. it's just the understanding of knowing that there is more to Christianity than just getting money from from Christ. You know, for sure, for sure. To to to. to to wit, as you said, it's 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 about everything. It's a lifestyle, right? It's not just right. Going to God when you need money, or seeking seeking a pastor when you feel like you know your finances are low. Now you right. want to go seek God. It's about seeking God in the good times and in the bad times. Exactly. You have to with him, no matter if you have money or you don't have money. If you if you're married or you're not married. If you have a girlfriend or you don't have a girlfriend. You have a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. You don't have a boyfriend. And so God is for everything, not just me. But there is a, there has to be a balance to it. He also is also right. a bit of wrath. You know, you got to be careful how you how you how you you know how, how you deal with him. You can't just take him for granted. It doesn't work. Right. Yeah. 
So yeah, that's what that's what I was trying to get at. There's nothing wrong with talking about money or talking about you know prosperity preaching, but let's have a balance. You know, let's teach people about revelations. Let's teach people about the times that we're in, so they can understand mm-hmm. what kind of suffering they're going through, what kind of season they're in. So in, yep. in the event that you know. Good to know, yeah, this is a dry season. Lord says he will make refuge for you. He will supply all your needs. You know, just focus on him. You know, cast your kids and your burdens onto him. Pray with him. Teach him about the Bible. Because I, I, as I said again, you know, a lot of, a lot of now I see on in the internet that people have this motivation and approach to Christianity. They don't study, they don't study with the Bible scriptures. They come up with one-liners or one, one-line yeah. quotes and all of them. I'm thinking, where's the scripture in all this? What is the right. study of the word? I don't see that anymore. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Mean, so yeah, that's, that's what I was getting. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm very in tune to all this stuff. So yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, like definitely, uh, you you want people to have meat, not just the candy <laughs> of oh, the milk. word of God. And um, uh, I mean, like for example, um, the the church where I attend, I would say that the the ministry is very balanced, uh, even in terms of. I mean, like, you know, there's a, there's a message about, yes, about how, how, um, you know, God desires for you to prosper. But at the same time, you know, um, the, the prophet, prophet Kofi Oforiyeboa, he, he gives, um, insights on the dimensions of prayer as well so that you are also strengthened as a Christian, not only to access, let's say goodies, but, basically knowing the character of God and knowing seasons that you're in and all these kind of things, understanding what is going on in the realm of the spirit, understanding what is going on in the world, the times yeah. that we're in. Um, uh, he just released a book the other day, uh, The Chamber of Holy of Holies. And basically it's like equipping the believer based on scripture about the dimension of prayer. And I think like it's one of those things that in this time, as you mentioned, revelation, we're in, we're in the revelation times, the last days where more than ever the the christian needs to have an active prayer life right so it's good to prosper it's good to have the goodies but at the same time you want that your fruits will remain so at any point the enemy if you're not covered in prayer the enemy can try and take them from you right it's not just a matter of getting the blessing but it's how does it remain right so it's good to teach people also the dynamics of prayer how to wage a spiritual war warfare and all of these kinds of things and equip the believer for the last days and and the things that are coming up ahead amen amen you know and yeah i I pray that you know we you know in terms of compromising our faith that we know we get stronger we get mentorship um you know Mm -hmm. an understanding um and also build your knowledge read your bible man like and, and i keep you know for me it's as simple as that if you're not sure about something if you have doubts about something if somebody right. is giving you testimonies and saying this is what the Lord said about you, read your Bible. Understand that the Lord yeah. wants to speak to you directly. Understand mm-hmm. that the Lord is beneficial for your life. All right. Mm-hmm. Before you make decisions to cut him out, <laughs> look at the yeah. look at the benefits. <laughs> the Lord outweighs any benefit you can have on this planet and beyond. There for is sure. no reason why we should compromise about our faith. But now we're pushing up to one hour and two minutes, guys. I don't know if you want to wrap up with anything, Vanessa, before we before we before we close. Yeah, I just wanted to say that God's got you. You know, um, you know, is I I don't want to just say the cliche thing. Trust God, yeah. <laughs> because yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the cliche thing to say. But for real, trust God, <laughs> because at the end <laughs> of the day, I mean, yeah, you will if if you have to cut something of it, the you will have momentary sadness, but you know uh, what he has for you brings a greater joy i mean the bible says that he blesses and he adds no sorrow so i think if for anyone who is in that kind of situation where you know in your heart of hearts that hmm, this is not it i know that god has somebody else for me i don't know how to cut this thing off i'm praying that the spirit of the living god will make a way if if there needs to be a division let there be a division and you be set free from that soul time so that you'll be able to walk in the actual path that the lord has designed for you that he will bring you a suitable mate that is going to edify you that is going to build you up that is going to be your partner 
partner that will help you on that uh, life mm. journey that the Lord has set out for you. So that is my prayer for anyone who is in that predicament right amen, now. Amen. Amen. Let me let me back up. Let me back up on that. I pray that 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 will happen for you in Jesus' name. You know, and also Romans eight verse eighteen. I mentioned this earlier. Trust that the suffering you endure would not always last. You know, that's just to back up what Vanessa said. You know, if you're going through that situation, know that trust that whatever suffering you're going through whether spiritually emotionally physically it will not always last and lord and lord will give you a pit stop to get you out of that that out of that situation where you where you can make changes and just as vanessa said where you'll be edifying the body of christ you will feel accomplished you will feel content in the name of jesus and also i wanted i wanted to add as well a few more scriptures romans 8 verse 24 hope that hope that we trust in, in in the unseen you know knowing that you know we can trust in the lord that we have that faith to know that he will come through even though you can't see it but trusting in him that he will make it happen one way Amen. or the other you just got to trust him 100 percent. and also i'm this is what i love romans and also romans 8 verse 28 as well faith that all things will come together for those who love the lord i love that scripture mm-hmm. because no matter mm-hmm. what you go through you all come together the lord will do it such a way that through your suffering through your pain you will all come back to one straight avenue and will get you back on your track like jonah in the name of jesus Amen. and also Amen. galatians chapter six chapter six verse nine faith that in due season we shall reap if we do not lose hope i said that earlier faith that in mm-hmm. due season we shall reap if we did not lose hope so if you're hoping to be married hoping for a relationship and i'm speaking to myself as well have faith that in due Amen. season femi that you shall reap if you Amen. did not lose hope and i refuse to lose hope in christ i refuse to hope hope lose hope in my salvation i know that lord has got me i know that no, whatever, no matter what's going on around me my time will come i do not have to succumb to to, to pressure to worldly Amen. pressure from any to any kind of peer pressure from anybody just know the lord got the lord has got you don't compromise on your faith because you know at the end of it all it's not going to be worth it and if, and if we know that what's the point just wait on the lord there's nothing better than waiting on god trust right. all right. right okay so i mean <laughs> I, I don't know if there's anything else but let's wrap it up um i want to thank everybody who's listening in who's joined us um again for another amazing, amazing episode on triple og um uh, vanessa yeah anything else before we go no that was it that was it for uh, me <laughs> lovely <laughs> and again it's not the last time we're going to hear from Vanessa guys man she, she's, <laughs> she, 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 she's becoming a, a usual a usual or she'll be a regular 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 face um, <laughs> on Super OG moving forward um, just stay tuned to us for more discussions coming up um, more social issues where we'll give you some insights about things that happen in the world you know to keep you give you guys some from, you know from a Christian standpoint you know what to look out for what we can do better you know and, and, and things you know so that we can do for uh, moving forward so thank you guys for joining me and I'll catch you on the next one stay blessed bye